Get ready for your daily dose of WordPress and web development tips, tricks, and insights to help you find success with WordPress. You're listening to WP the Podcast with your hosts, David Blackman and Tim Streifler. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of WP the Podcast. I'm David Blackman. And I'm Tim Streifler. And this is day five of AirPod Pro Audio, brought to you by Apple, <laughs> which, you know, I've, please forgive me for the next five episodes. How many plugins or too many plugins for your WordPress website? This is a question that I don't think ever gets asked enough, especially with new people that come into WordPress. They find out the power of WordPress, and then they discover these, how did I define it, magical pieces of of amazingness that lets you do awesome stuff on your website called plugins. That's the official official definition that Tim and I are pushing, and we're pushing to Matt Mullenweg to put in the repository for the new definer. Um, but when, when you find these little nuggets, you know, um, we start installing them on our WordPress website. And if you're new and you don't really know, you know, much about WordPress or plugins or the repository or how things work. You just start adding things on and, and throwing them in there, you know, because you can. And my, my, my thing is, is just because you can do it, just because you can put a hundred plugins on your website doesn't necessarily mean you should. So Tim, you want to expound on yeah. how many, how many plugins are too many? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, th- there's not, a magical number by any means, but I think it's important to understand what plugins are, right? Plugins is just the mechanism of adding code, adding functionality to your site, right? You can also add code functionality to your site through a custom theme or through a child theme. Plugins just make it really nicely packaged uh, to be able to do, you know, whatever it is the plugin's going to do. Um, But at at the end of the day, plugins are adding code, right? And so um, there's things to consider, right? Like you could have 30 really small, simple plugins that, you know, aren't going to really make an impact on your site. And then uh, you could also have one giant plugin that's maybe coded not so great and is doing a ton of different things and adding all this code and you know, and that might make a huge impact on your site and the way it loads and, and performs and everything. So um, it's it's more about, uh, okay, well, how much code is this plugin adding? What is it doing? What, what type of functionality is it adding? Um, and is it built well? Is it made by a trustworthy developer? Do they know what they're doing? Are they updating it, keeping it updated uh, and bug-free um, and fixing conflicts with other plugins? So you have to kind of understand the way that plugins work to really answer that question because there's not some magical answer of, you know, it's nine plugins after that, you know, your web, your WordPress website's going to load slowly. No, because I mean, like David and I, we have e-commerce sites, high traffic, a lot of functionality. I don't remember how many plugins I have, but I have dozens and dozens of plugins that are all necessary to do different things, to power the online store, to power the licensing system, the affiliate program, right? All these different things that are happening. 
Um, but we're really careful on the plugins that we add to make sure they're good plugins. We test them thoroughly um, and we only add them if we really need them. And once we no longer need them, we, we ditch them, right? Because we don't want any code added to the site that doesn't need to be there. Um, some plugins will only add code to like the backend, right? Because it's like adding some sort of backend functionality. Other plugins will only load code on the front end. And so, um, and then some plugins are, that are really well built, kind of more modern plugins, they'll only load code on the front end when you're using that thing on that specific page. So for example, like a form plugin, you might have a form that's only on one page of your site. It's like, well, you really don't want all of that code that the form plugin installs to be loaded on every page of your site. You only need it on that one page where you actually have the form. So those are things to kind of think about when you're wondering how many plugins are too many for a WordPress website. Well, it's not about the number. It's about the quality. It's about whether or not you need them. It's about how much code they're adding and, and all of that. So um, it's not an easy question to answer and there's not really an exact answer. Uh, and it depends on your site. You know, if you have a small brochure style website, well, you shouldn't really have a whole lot of plugins or a whole lot of code added to your site because there's not a lot that's happening. It's just, you know, design, st uh, styling, layout. You're not doing a whole lot of functionality that, that you're going to need a bunch of plugins or a bunch of code added. Did I miss anything, David? I don't think so. I think, you you know, you took all the words out of my mouth, Tim. Dang it, man. I barely <laughs> got to talk this, this episode. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, Tim does a really good job, a great job, with a lot of the technical topics and stuff and covering them. So there you go. Tomorrow we've got another great topic. Do I, let's see here, do I need to know how to code, code, if I can speak English today, to build a WordPress website? Until tomorrow, we'll see you then. Take care. Bye-bye. We've come to the end of today's episode of WP the Podcast. Join us tomorrow for more daily tips and strategies designed to help you run your WordPress business towards success. Remember to subscribe to WP the Podcast so you can stay up to date with each episode. And don't forget to rate and review us. We'll see you again tomorrow right here on WP the Podcast.